Hello, welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Clayton, the host for today's show, which is uh, still being recorded at ABA Tech Show here in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, I have some local celebrities joining me today for our uh, our current episode here. So, Somebody join us? Who was it? <laughs> so it's the uh, the Bill and Phil show. Now we can get into it, uh, but they uh, just got done uh, fresh out of their presentation. Beat the clock, technology to save you time and keep you young. And so we're just going to get a quick rundown on that. So uh, Bill and Phil, uh, before we begin, tell us uh, where do you work? What do you do? Give us your backgrounds. I'm a lawyer in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm the old guy in the pair. I've been practicing law since 1980. And uh, Phil joined me when? Uh, 1995. 95. So I'm, I'm a tech geek, computer science major, and started out as a software engineer. And then I got connected with, actually with Bill's firm was my first client. Uh, doing IT consulting for law firms. And so I, I started a business doing that and sold the business uh, three years ago. Okay, and are you an attorney or not an attorney? I am not an attorney, okay. I'm a tech guy. No problem there, uh, tech guys are welcome here. It's ABA Tech Show. So uh, let, let's break it down though. So, uh, I've seen you guys on different conference circuits, the Bill and Phil show, so what's, what's the origin story of that? Well, it started out, I'd spoken on technology a little bit, but then we were asked to speak to the Knoxville Bar Association, I believe, and then right after that, the uh, Association of Legal Administrators, and we've been doing this for 20-something years. 27 years, I think. We try to, it tries to be like a point-counterpoint. We don't call each other an ignorant slut or anything, but <laughs> we do try to get a little spice in there so there is a difference of opinion about the things we talk about. And we also like to throw in, we love gadgets. So both of us, yeah. uh, we, we love gadgets. And so we love to find gadgets that lawyers might like and uh, might be something applicable to the practice of law or it might not be. Might just be applicable to having a good day. So. Or just something really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> which we're really good at talking about. Well, one thing on your presentation was very smart. You talked about uh, lawyers' responsibilities, their, their uh, rules of professional conduct that say, hey, you need to manage your time to make sure that you have enough time for clients and to do high-quality work for, for your client. And so uh, you have some technology tips on this to keep people in compliance. But before we get to that, before we get to the tips, I wanted to, I, I think attorneys, sometimes the, uh, the, the water boils slow. And it, it doesn't happen overnight that you suddenly become a foul of the rules of professional conduct. It happens slowly when you get too busy and you're not effectively managing time. And you guys had warning signs for this. So what are some of those obvious warning signs? Maybe somebody can do a little self-inflection and say, you know what, maybe I'm not managing my time effectively, even though I'm working so hard. Right. Well, I, you know, part of what I do in my practice is I represent lawyers that have already run afoul. And uh, most of the time, what you will see is People are really slow or late a lot of times in responding to requests from the court. You start seeing people being very cluttered and sort of disheveled in their life. And uh, most of the time, though, it uh, there's an underlying problem. It's either drinking or depression or something, and then it manifests itself in what you see of their workspace or their response to the court's or they're in clock colleagues. Wouldn't you say that's it, Phil? Absolutely. And I would say just visually, and used to back in the day, I would be going in lawyers' offices all the time, all over the city, and uh, just visually, uh, uh, an office that is askew with books and papers and whatnot, very unorganized, that sometimes can, can mean it's um, they're not getting the job done effectively. 
Well, let's lighten the mood just a little bit and talk about some of the tips and tricks that you all had out there for effectively manage your time. You have some absolutions and some ideas for uh, dealing with your day-to-day in a much more efficient manner. Well, of course, Philip, I think, is a big fan of you're an eat-the-frog kind of guy, aren't you? True. Yeah. Well, before that, there, there is a book that actually I just read last year, Come Up for Air by yeah. uh, Nick Sonnenberg. Well, wait, hang on. You guys just said eat a frog. So what, what is this eat a frog reference to? Yeah. That's a Mark Twain quote. Yeah. If so, you're going to have to eat a frog, then make that the first thing you eat in the morning and eat the whole dang thing. It's basically a rule for eliminating procrastination. And it really comes from a, a book by the, that, that title, Eat the Frog, or Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. And so we've kind of just taken that idea and said, okay, there are some things that we don't like to do, you know, in our practice, whether it's keep up with time entries or whatever it is. And so we've suggested some things to, to help you go ahead and eat that frog first thing in the morning, get it out of the way, yep. stop procrastinating. Get it over with. Okay, so that's one of the things, eat the frog. What are yes. some other tips? Well, of course, the Pomodoro technique, which uh, that's another book, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's the, another book. By that title, the Pomodoro technique by Francisco Cezilla, and basically what he, you know, and I was not aware of it until I read this book, but he is saying the way your brain operates, you know, many times we go into marathon sessions where we're just concentrating on the task at hand for hours on end, and sometimes that is not the most efficient way to get the work done. And he propounds uh, a system whereby you spend short focus sessions on really intense work on one thing, take a break, get it out of your mind, and then come back and do another focus session. And there's a a system to that. And we found that that actually works. It helps you to get work done more efficiently and more effectively. And the real problem is for lawyers, and now everybody, when you've got a computer in front of you and the emails are flying in, you tend to just focus on 50 things instead of one. And that's the problem. It, so I teach you not to even think about multitasking. Vanderbilt University did a great study on multitasking, which said you actually you cannot multitask. It's impossible. So you really, if you're going to get work done, you focus on one thing at a time. And then this technique says focus on one thing at a time in short bursts. Take a break. And, do it again. And there's actually an app called yeah, the, the Homo To Do app that will actually uh, work the system and help you to create those focus, focus sessions. So that's, that's one of the things we include in our presentation, yeah. Beat the Clock. One of the things I'm a big believer in is uh, setting up your environment in a way that works for you. And so, and by that, I'm talking about equipment and uh, even the kind of music that I listen to, you know, depending right. on the task. So, you know, for example, I like to have two screens. This is yes. at a very simple level. I like to have two screens so I can deal with communications on one. My main work is the one right in front of me. I also like to listen to music that doesn't have uh, words. And I can it does of, work. Yeah, and I can kind of focus in. It helps me sort of drown out the background noise. I don't get lost in someone else's conversation. And I work in a uh, office share environment. I work over at uh, WeWorks. There's a lot of people having conversations around me, but that's the kind of perfect environment for me. So I feel like I'm in a social environment. So I feel good. Listen to some music, so I feel good. But I've got this optimal setup. But you, you two have different ideas for uh, equipment and work environments. So why don't, we, uh, why don't we touch on those points? Well, the first thing is I agree with you. And actually, the studies are pretty well support that. Having a type of music running in the background can actually help you concentrate. And then it can actually help you concentrate. Uh, I know they've done this a lot with students that if they listen to the music, they can actually study better. It's sort of counterintuitive, but it's true. The other thing that I will say 
uh, is also counterintuitive. You don't really take notes. You don't work as well typing notes into a computer as you do taking notes by hand. Now, we do have different equipment, but we agree you got to have a lot of good electronic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, to that point, actually, a device I bought during the pandemic, which was very helpful for me, is uh, the Remarkable 2 tablet. Yeah. And it is an e-ink technology where you're actually taking uh, handwritten notes. And particularly going in, if you're meeting with the client, sometimes I feel like it's impersonal. You know, you've got a you've got a laptop in between us right here at the, it's a barrier. as we're interviewing it, and it's kind of a, a barrier. But if I'm sitting here with a pad and paper, uh, kind of like the old-fashioned method, you kind of get the bo- best of both worlds because you can capture that electronically as well. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And uh, you know, in, in terms of that, you know, just the uh, the the studies that have like you know uh, digital versus like maybe handwriting tool. One of the ones that I, I've recently kind of come across is GoodNotes. It's a combination of both worlds because you get sort of the OCR and the searchability of it, but you can also write in hand. I do find that effective for some things, but I almost wonder if it's just the way that we learn because I have uh, younger cousins that everything they do is typing and that's just how they see the world and how they study. So any like uh, any resistance to that, I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe it's just how you grew up, how you learned. I don't think so. I mean, both Harvard and Yale did really intense study on their students and they found that just the act of processing that information and then writing it down requires you to think about it and it's a deep, a deeper level of learning. Now you will take better notes if you're typing because it'll be quicker, but the best is I think GoodNotes allows you to do it and a lot of other apps, I think Remarkable does it too. You can actually record what you're hearing and it will tag the recording to where your note is so you could click on your note and you can actually hear what was being said at the time. Now, to your point, having said that, and I agree with what Bill said, but uh, you know, once a semester we go over and we teach a class at Vanderbilt Law School on litigating in the digital age, and you know, there's a classroom, why don't 50, 100 students, whatever, yeah. and every one of them has a laptop sitting there typing away as we're lecturing now. Whether or not they're playing games or actually taking notes, I'm we not have no sure. Idea. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, there may be a thing about the age. The, it, it may be an it age could thing. Be. Could be an age thing. I'm old, so I can, I can say that. All right, so we've got a couple of minutes left, and I want to close on a couple of uh, uplifting points, happy points. And so you all are uh, bl- uh, big believers in staying active and also, you know, having fun in your daily work. And I, I think that's so important. I, I try to always leave like at least something fun during the day that I look forward to, especially when I've got a, a long test. I know it's going to be a grind. It's not that I don't enjoy the test. Just it's hard work and it's hard to stay yeah. focused all the time. And you need to kind of have those little rewards to coax yourself along. So why don't we, uh, what, uh, what kind of like, uh, I guess, office hacks do you guys have for you know, staying active you know, in an otherwise sedentary work style? Well, for me... I'm the firm troublemaker, so I like to get up and just walk around and sort of needle people when they're acting too serious. Um, That gives me a a break. I know Philip has different things he does, but for me, just getting up, taking a break, walking around, chatting with people and trying to make things lighthearted, like next door we have the happiness platform you know yeah i try to be the happiness platform i tell you one thing i love to do and whether whether i'm at work or not at work you're talking about listening to music music's a big thing for me whether i'm out walking uh, to lunch or i take a break and go on a run in the afternoon or whatever but i just recently got the ray-ban meta sunglasses that you can then pair of course with your phone you can play yeah. music podcast what have you before that i had the uh, bose smart sunglasses Love those. 
use those all the time. And it's just sort of my escape from the grind of work that kind of just refreshes my mental state in the middle of the day. Well, we've reached the end of the road for this episode, and I want to thank the Bill and Phil Show for stopping by and giving us some insights and wisdom. And so, you know, for our listeners, they want to reach out, learn a little bit more about uh, making their daily uh, grind a lot nicer, a lot easier to, uh, to palate, I guess. How can they reach you? WTR at neilharwell.com. I'm Phil at pchplus.com. Artist, call me. <laughs> 615-390-4756, my cell number. Hey, I'm not like Taylor Swift. You can call my cell phone. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Best Yet, your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Lawrence Clay, and you've been listening to On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.